Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios, and you know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can. I'm holding in my hands. You can see it, right, Diesel? Beautiful. The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football by Ty Dunn. But on the book, it's Tyler Dunn. Because when you write a book this good, you got to go formal and strong. And Mr. Dunn joins us now on the show. The book is available on hardcover wherever you get or order your books. Congratulations, Ty. This is exciting, man. Oh my God! Thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. It's uh, got it. You know, it really was a passion project in, in every sense of it. Uh, every day, every week, every month. I, I cannot tell you how freaking fun it was to hang out with with Mike Ditka, Tony Gonzalez, Jeremy Shockey. All of these guys were just just wild, unbelievably generous with their time. And yeah, as people are going to find out, the, the the sport is alive and well at, at tight end. And, you know, it starts off as a tight end book, but I think you're going to find out a lot about yourself as a human being uh, the more you learn about these guys. I'm into it. It's excellent, as, as would be expected, not just thoroughly and beautifully reported, but incredibly well written. Why this, Ty, you've written a lot of incredible work. You have a lot of access to people around the National Football League. What was it about this topic that made it a passion project for you? It, it really did start in... And trying to figure out, like, why do we love football? And it's, it, it's the high-intensity environment. It's the high-stakes environment. It's, it's playing under the lights in high school football. It's, it's 80,000 screaming fans at the professional level when it's third and eight. The world is watching. All the pressure's on you, and you've got to deliver. It's as George Kittle said, you know, there's not many professions where you just go get into a fight at a training camp practice and, you know, forearm shiver your friends. And then you go inside, slip into a cold tub, and talk about each other's families. You know, you, you don't necessarily get that in, in day-to-day jobs, typically. So this is a rare world. Um, only a select few can really step into this realm when you think about it because of that element of risk, right? I think we need to acknowledge the fact that football is unsafe. Um, that's okay, right? It's not baseball, basketball. It, it's not other sports. It's, it's different. And, and these really are sort of modern-day gladiators that, that take it on. And I, I, I wanted to kind of figure out how this can be saved because it does seem like maybe things are changing these last few years, that, that the overcorrection is real. It's, it's a little worrisome. And so where is it saved? Well, you know, the trenches, of course, and you know, they got to hit each other 60, 70, 80 times. Um, but if you had a good game as an offensive guard, nobody talked about you for three hours. 
So the tight end has to do that stuff. You know, that's inherent to their job, their profession. Um, yet they're extremely visible. You know, they're that player that has to catch that ball on third and long. And they're dancing like crazy in the end zone. This is where you find the, the most authentic personalities in the sport itself. So, yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what set me off to, to head down to, to Mike Dickens' golf course and, uh, you know, Gonzalez and talk to Gronk and Kittle and Ozzie Newsome, all these guys. And as people will find out, you know, their stories really do intertwine. And, and they really were uniquely qualified because of their life experiences to be the ones who saved the sport. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, you are now the tight end expert in NFL media. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Who is the greatest tight end in NFL history? It is Mr. Rob Gronkowski. And I know I'm 35. I'm bald and have a beard and have a family, so maybe I look older than that. I promise it's not recency bias. I, I really do think when you study the history of the game, what makes it great, what makes the position great, I mean, obviously, at the position, Gronk does it all. Uh, he is bludgeoning everything that moves as a blocker and as a receiver. But for me, it does kind of run deeper than that. right? He, he, he just preserved uh, an authenticity to the game. And think about where he did it. You know, He goes to New England. He goes to Bill Belichick. He goes to a place where we all think they're a bunch of robots that just kind of uh, are, are pre-programmed to play a certain way and think a certain way and – and, and Rob Gronkowski is none of that. You know, he, he, he is somebody who, when they lose a Super Bowl, is still going to that after party and popping the shirt, even though he had the ankle injury. And the entire country just can't understand why. Ex-Patriots are ripping him left and right. And what did Rob Gronkowski do? He didn't change a damn thing. He continued to live his life. <laughs> the summer of Gronk kicked off. Um, he's partying with Waka Flocka Flaming and everything. It, he, he made sure that he had a good time while he was getting his – getting his as a football player, I think that's important. I mean, I, I really do think that this is a game, it's a sport, and, and he found a way to play hard, work harder, live like there's no tomorrow. And in a lot of ways, you know, when he was a kid here in Western New York, uh, he idolized Jeremy Shockey, and that's, that's the guy we hung out with too for the book down in Miami. And Shockey was all this. He just, you know, beat himself to a pulp. Uh, he just wasn't able to last physically with the way he played. Grant kind of took that blueprint and just, shoved it into a cannon and lit the fuse. Ty Dunn here on the show, the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. One last one for you on this topic. I'm so interested. Is Obviously today, because of the nature of just how NFL offenses work, tight ends are offensive weapons in a lot of cases. I mean, look at Travis Kelsey. There's a ton of examples. You brought up Gronk. Is there a tight end that you talk to who was the person who blazed that trail, who – was instrumental in changing the way the tight end position played. No doubt about it. I think it would be number two in my book. And heck, I'd really struggle. I can see the case for making this tight end number one. It's Tony Gonzalez. Uh, what Tony Gonzalez did, he didn't just evolve the tight end position. I really do think he evolved offensive football itself. And uh, he really gets into it in blood and guts. And actually, we have a, an excerpt from that chapter. A, a chunk of that chapter is up at SI.com, kind of detailing a showdown that kind of forced this evolution. But, you know, when he was at Kansas City, um, he's, he's getting his, he's getting, he's getting good numbers, he's making Pro Bowls, all that stuff. Uh, but I didn't really realize, you know, that, that greatest show on turf offense wasn't tight end friendly. It, it was about the receivers, and Trent Green was pretty blunt uh, with him day one and said, hey, you know, I love your game, but this offense, we're getting the ball to the receivers. Dick Vermeil pretty much said the same thing. Um, so he's, 
it's not like he was fed the rock like the elite tight ends of today. Uh, and eventually, you know, that staff leaves. He's got some terrible quarterbacks throwing him the ball. He gets to Atlanta. His offensive coordinator is Mike Malarkey, who is, you know, a, a very good tight end coach. Um, coach some of the best himself. We have a, chap- a chapter on Mark Bruner and what it's like to live that 12-round fight. I mean, that, that stuff matters to the soul of the game. But this was a doomed, arranged marriage. Uh, Gonzalez is thinking, why did this guy trade for me? Why did this team trade for me when we're sitting here watching film one-on-one of uh, Mark Bruner clips, and he's telling me I got to live in the trenches, you know, and, and block all the time. And Mike Malarkey's kind of thinking the same thing. Like, this isn't what I wanted, <laughs> Falcon, Falcon's front office. I, I wanted a blocking tight end. And uh, they clashed again and again and again, and it kind of reached his head um, week 17 of a game in Tampa Bay, Raymond James Stadium, where Tony Gonzalez is stuck on reception 999. Uh, there's really nothing else to play for. I mean, Malarkey would definitely dispute that. He did in our conversation. He said, look, Atlanta never – had back-to-back winning seasons. We're trying to win the game. Um, but there weren't exactly a lot of balls thrown Tony Gonzalez's direction. Remember, Matt Ryan's pretty young. He's not going to go rogue. It was still the last drive when a ball went to Tony Gonzalez, and then, you know, there was pressure. Ryan couldn't even get the pass off. Um, they get inside the locker room. Gonzalez, Malarkey meet eye-to-eye, and uh, I guess we'll just cut it off right there. People can buy five blood and guts and see what happens. <laughs> I, dude, I and I, I haven't been around Tony Gonzalez a little bit early in my reporting career. I cannot wait to get to that anecdote. Uh, Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, turning our attention to this year's NFL season, are you buying stock in and believing at all in one or both of the New York uh, NFL teams? Gosh, I love this question. Man, you could rack your brain around this for hours. I, I, I am the Giants, and I, it's weird to say that because I feel like we were just talking last year about this franchise just being an abomination, right, with Dave Gettleman, Joe Judge, and just the, the lunacy of, of running it back in any sense with anybody in-house. So you have to give the ownership group credit for fumigating the building because this is what you get, right? If you're willing to find independent football thinkers with no ties to the organization like Brian Dayball, like Joe Shane, they're coming in with fresh ideas. They're coming in with a new plan. You're not just going to keep banging your head against the wall internally and we forget that watching football we were so caught up in in numbers and stats and just visuals and what we see on a sunday you know there's there's six other days to a week where an operation needs to be run correctly the, the giants had so many issues so to, to bring in some general competence i think this is what you're seeing they don't even have the players yet i mean they have some good players they have a good core group of guys but i really feel like they're just squeezing every ounce of talent out of what they have to get these wins and God, I did just imagine when they get out of salary cap hell and they, they find their quarterback of the future. I mean, maybe it's Daniel Jones, but, you know, I think he's probably got a ball out and then some to, to be that guy. Once they get their players, this is going to be a perennial winner. I, I love it. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, who's got a, a – who has, have bright, has brighter prospects for this season as an individual on a team? Is it Tom Brady and the group he leads or is it Aaron Rodgers and the group he leads? I'd go Tom Brady. You know, for many reasons, he's done it. I mean, he's just defied logic at his age. And the last thing you ever want to do is, is count him out. Um, I, obviously, he's going through some serious life stuff, and we forget these guys are human beings. You, you have to assume that whatever's going on with this reported divorce, it, it, it's, these guys are human beings. You can't compartmentalize everything. 
Um, so if, if he works through whatever he's working through and they get healthier, I, I still like Tampa Bay, you know, because they've been there, they've done that. They've got a ton of talent around the quarterback. Um, and Green Bay is just, man, I, I really did think that the defense had a shot to be elite. Uh, you, you draft that many first-rounders. Um, you've got the best nose tackle in football in Kenny Clark. You've got a playmaking linebacker, Devondre Campbell, um, an, an elite secondary on paper. I think they really thought they could lean on that, right, lean on the ground game, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and then if Aaron Rodgers could just you know, make those pinpoint throws in the fourth quarter, they could win some close games in January for a change. I, I wasn't really one of those guys just thinking, writing them off without Devontae Adams. They, why, why would you do the same thing again and again? Try something different. Try to win that back alley brawl of a game. Um, but I think the miscalculation is that the defense just hasn't been at, as good as they thought. Um, whether it's the head coach or the quarterback, it's a crime that Aaron Jones gets nine carries in a football game. I mean, he's your best player. Uh, is, is Rodgers changing plays at the line? We know he has carte blanche, right? This, this is his offense. Uh, he, he can kind of do what he pleases. So whether it's him, whether it's the coach, they've got to they've lean on the run game. And, and Aaron Rodgers is just – he looks like an older quarterback. He looks like Peyton Manning and Drew Brees and everybody but Tom Brady – started to resemble, and that's not a bad thing, right? Manning won a Super Bowl, but he had a, a historic defense to help out there, and, and Drew Brees had a really, really good defense with the Saints in 2020. Since Aaron Rodgers doesn't have that, just the, the slightly regressing, fading, athleticism, arm strength, all that stuff is, is starting to show. So he said he needed to play, what, a quote-unquote, a tick better. I think if he was being honest with himself, he needs to play substantially better now if, if they're going to go on a run. Ty, make sense of me if you if you can make sense for for all of us. What on God's green earth is happening right now in Denver with the head coach, the quarterback, and the organization? Oh my goodness! It <laughs> it, it it really seems like you had two absolute football junkies, you know, joining forces. Where I've talked to Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson, both. I mean it. You know, we, we can make fun of all these Subway ads all we want. They are ridiculous, and, and nothing gets more cringy than those. I, he, it just A lot of what he does seems phony and disingenuous and, and just strange. But you, you can't argue that Russell Wilson just pours himself into the profession, into quarterback play. He, he's as devoted as they come. And, and, and Hackett seemed like that same guy. I mean, Aaron Rodgers in that building, that, that's who he loved. I mean, they had an unbelievably close relationship. No, how much of Hackett? What was a reason for Rodgers' back-to-back MVPs? We don't know. Who the heck knows? But it just seemed like a perfect marriage. I think what we're seeing, though, is this is a team that wanted Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they, they hired Nathaniel Hackett. I don't care what they say, um, with the idea of having a realistic shot at acquiring Aaron Rodgers. And when they couldn't do that, uh, they pivoted. They went to Russell Wilson. It made sense, right? They've got a really good defense. I mean, Russell wasn't great last year, but he, he sure was two years ago. And I, I, I can't explain it. I mean, he's just missing wide-open receivers. He's not even seeing them. Um, some of the play calls have been bizarre. The, the, the clock management, the game management, this looks like a, a coach who's never been a head coach. And I, I think at this rate, what's going to happen is Russell wins, right? I mean, somebody's got to be held accountable. He's the one making all that money. Uh, if, if heads are going to roll, it's, it's going to be the head coach. And good luck finding a an offensive mastermind that's going to want to take on that situation in 2023. 
It is it is such a bizarre situation. Uh, he is Ty Dunn. He is the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight End Safe Football, available in hardback. Now, get it, buy it, read it, enjoy it, love it. It is phenomenal, just like he is. Ty, appreciate you, buddy. Congratulations. The book is outstanding. I can't wait to finish it, and I'm really glad you're able to come on and talk about it and the NFL with us today. No, thank you, as always. Always love to, to catch up, man. Really appreciate the opportunity, and and appreciate everybody out there adding blood and guts to the library. Thanks so much. Thank you, brother. Ty Dunn on the show. This dude's such a good writer. Buy the book. It's so well written, too. Look, tight ends are interesting, so this analogy doesn't entirely work. But if you told me that, that Ty Dunn wrote the definitive history of toilets, I'm telling you, it would be a page-turner. Definitive history of toilets by Ty Dunn would be a page-turner. Diesel would be. I'm just saying he's that good a writer. Are we gonna, are we going to pitch that to him the next time he's on the show? I actually just thinking as I said that. No, but I would read that in the New Yorker. Wouldn't you be interested in like the definitive history of toilets? I'm sure there's some crazy stories and how plumbing worked and people didn't think it was going to work and there were some naysayers on plumbing. <laughs> I need the fresh air at the outhouse anyway. What are you talking about? All right, you know what? I'm in now. Now I'm in. I like that I angle. <laughs> the blood and guts, not about toilets. It is phenomenal. Buy or sell with Diesel, who's shaking his head and looking like he made a bad life choice producing the show, coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. This season, for the first time, never before, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free, Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, Holiday Triple Headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine line with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your life for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Um, Diesel, you style yourself a music aficionado. I've learned about you. <laughs> when did I say anything remotely close to that? Several times and not very well-disguised code. Um... I want this is exciting for you. On Friday, Taylor Swift's new album drops. So let's get some of that music in the show, buddy. Just get ready for it. 
How many albums is this now for Tay Tay? And yes, I call her Tay Tay. Um, wow, look, my wife Lori just sent you a unrelated text. Love the Mary J. Blige. Look at you getting, getting the love. There we go. Yeah. Good job. You don't like that music, Bogus? No. What did you call her? I, I mispronounced it. Oh, okay. As soon as I said it, I was like, I really hope Bogus is not here. Are you are you are you down with a little Taylor Swift full rejoin to celebrate Tay Tay's twenty seventh album in this many months? Yeah, why not? Come on, let's do it. Yeah, yeah I'll embrace Friday. the Tay Tay. She's talented, man. She's talented. No dispute here. Do you know who else is talented? Bogish, which has no segue whatsoever to buy or sell. You thought it was gonna be you, didn't you? That was mean. That was really mean. <laughs> What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. So we got D-Cell, who's also talented. Don't try and be nice to me now. We got the pronunciation police over here. No, no, my that's one of my wife's favorites, Mary J. Blige. So when you said Blige, it just caught my <laughs> caught my ear. I know. I kind of stumbled. Blige. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yesterday, when speaking to the media, Tua Tagovailoa described what happened to him when he got a concussion while playing the Bengals back in week four. I wouldn't say it was scary for me at the time um, because there were there there was a point where um, I was I was unconscious, so I, I couldn't you know really tell what was going on. Um, so you know when when I did come to and kind of realize. Uh, what was going on? What was happening? You know, I, I, I never, I didn't think of of anything, um, you know, long term or short term. I was just wondering what happened. Uh, so yeah. You remember much about that night? Yeah, I remember the entire night up to the point where uh, I got tackled. Buy or sell, you'll be cringing watching to a play this week as he's been preparing to be Miami's starter when they take on the Steelers in Sunday Night Football. Absolutely, bye. Bye. That was true before, and, and that that revelation is terrifying. I, I mean, he's got to play. We, we want him to play. He's got to get back out there, but yeah, absolutely. I mean, imagine, imagine saying, I wasn't scared because I was unconscious. Don't remember it. Ugh. Buy or sell... That you will be more nervous for Tua than you were for Alex Smith when he was out there. You've asked us this question before, and I remember thinking that like Alex Smith didn't need to be on a field anymore. Like almost lost his leg, all those surgeries, end of his career. Like that one, that was the unnecessary one to me. And then didn't he get hurt again? Like so, like um, I, I, I don't know. That was that one. I had a lot of for really no reason emotions about. Like, Did you hear what Tua just said? No, I know, but like, my thoughts about Tua are more general about like head injuries and playing football than specifically being, oh no, Tua. Like I was, and I, you know, it sounds bad. I couldn't care less about Alex Smith before that horrible leg injury. And then when he was coming back, the whole time I'm thinking about Alex Smith and Alex Smith's family and his life, I have not had those thoughts about Tua. Oh, I have, really? I, I'm a... Not maybe the same level, but I am... Because one more... Here's the thing, and maybe I'm getting ahead of, of myself here. One more concussion 
right? One more event like this, and don't you start thinking about whether he does or not the end of his career and whether he should be out there again? Yeah, but it's like it's a non-personal thought for me. It's just about the game and like whether they're doing enough to protect guys or whether you could ever protect them. Alex Smith was more personal to me. That's the only, that's the difference right now. Disa, you seem to see this differently. Yeah, I'm at the same level I was with Alex Smith. I'm going to be very concerned for two of the person as I was for Alex Smith, the person, those few years ago. I think, too, at least for me, part of what makes it cringy is is what it reveals about me as, as a fan or a person or, or just because with Alex Smith, I could focus on Alex Smith, the human being, because it's not like there was any illusion that that team was going to be good. I'm worried about Tua, but I also can't get on my brain whether I should or shouldn't. His ability to be healthy means the Dolphins are really good going forward. His inability to be healthy, right? I know his health comes first, means the Dolphins are bad. And they, we, that we've seen that. And so I feel kind of gross. It really reveals the degree to which, even though we root for these guys as human beings, their ability to overcome the danger is important to their teams. All right, let's flash back again to week four when the Steelers were down at halftime to the New York Jets. And that's when Mike Tomlin ultimately made the switch at quarterback from Mitch Trubisky to Kenny Pickett. However, reports surfaced that Trubisky and wide receiver Deontay Johnson got into a kerfuffle. I know how much you love that word. Love that word. At halftime in the locker room. Yesterday, Mike Tomlin would not address if there were any truth to those reports, but he also didn't shoot it down. Now, it's also believed that Mike Tomlin was going to make the change to Kenny Pickett prior to Trubisky and Johnson's situation. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell that the Steelers are worse than their 2-4 and four record? It's a long question. Gotta have context. You know I love context. You kind of... Z- I thought you were going to zig, right? I was looking for the zig. But I zagged. You zagged. It just feels like they're a bad football team on the field, and then when you add the turmoil in the locker room, like, they're in a really bad situation right now. I mean, how do I answer that, Andrew? Because, like, worse than a 2-4 and four record means that they should be 1-5 or 0-6. Is that technically what I'm... So, I mean, on one hand, like, they should have... The Bucks can't lose to them. So they should have lost last weekend, but they didn't. But is this more of like a... This could be more towards like a the future question. Do you feel like Kenny Pickett, they found their quarterback of the future or not? They still well, a, don't know what's going on. What does that have to do with whether they're worse than their 2-4 and four record? It makes you feel like they're even worse than their 2-4 and four record. What? If you don't think Kenny Pickett is the guy moving forward for Pittsburgh, and then you just have Mitch Trubisky, you feel worse about Pittsburgh even though they're 2-4. and four. Like, if you think Kenny Pickett is the guy moving forward, you feel a lot better about Pittsburgh. Can I ask a different question? <laughs> Please. And, and not in a, in a just a... Uh, come honest. on, you know, you know what I'm saying right now. I, I will sell that I think they're worse than their 2-4 and four record. Sell. I mean, What's I'll buy question? it because they shouldn't have won last week. So I guess in my mind, they should be a 1-5 and five team. Buy. But did anybody read why only Trubisky was going to get punished for that fight? My thought was, no, I did not see that. I had the same question you just asked, but my thought was maybe he was the instigator. Or because he should know better? Like, I could that's, like I was waiting for somebody to explain to me why he was the one. Quarterback held in a higher regard? Right. Or did he... I, did I, he, did no, he... I, it's so hard to know without, right? Because you just... 
what was said, what line was crossed or wasn't. Right. Or was Deontay Johnson right and didn't handle it well, but but that was already right. that was just the confirmation that Mike Tomlin had to make a change. I think that's a great point. Thanks, Tom. Good questions today, by the way. Uh, I don't believe you, and I want to clarify my question, right? If the Pittsburgh Steelers are 2-4, and four, but you feel good about Kenny Pickett moving forward, then you have a better feeling, a better vibe around this team. If you don't think he's the guy, then 2-4 and four feels even worse right now. Look, far be it for me to be critical. This is a, this is a, we're workshopping suggestion as a team. But maybe the question would have been buy or sell the Steelers' future is brighter than their 2-4 and four record would indicate. Right. It's the, I mean, it's the same thing. Buy or sell the Steelers are worse than their 2-4 and four record. You said the same thing in reverse. It's the same question. Buy or sell that statement, Bogus, from Tom. I'm on Tom's side today. <laughs> Bye. I love watching you lie. You have a very specific look on your face. Let's play poker together. I'm going to take it, and I'm going <laughs> to move on quickly. Dak Prescott has been fully cleared and is taking all the number one reps this week for the Dallas Cowboys in practice. Good point, Tom. Buy or sell that Dak's return makes the Cowboys the most dangerous team in the NFC. I got to say, there's not enough context here. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The most sell. Sell. Because, you know, I think he is Kirk Cousins' light. I, I, I don't trust him in the moments that are required for them to be the most dangerous team in the NFC. It's a reasonable question. It's a reasonable conclusion if, if you come to a different one than, than I than I have. But I don't I mean, even think they're the most dangerous team in the NFC East, so they say, can't the be the most the right, dangerous in the conference. The Eagles are the right answer, I think. Let me ask you this. Buy or sell that by week 15 or 16, either Green Bay or the Bucks will be back in this conversation. Sell. That was me first. I'm going no. A, a really strong no. I think the Bucks have a something like a renaissance coming. So I'm going to make a an, an, an argument for the Packers. It comes down to this. If you think, and Ty Dunn just said this, if you think Aaron Rodgers is physically deteriorated in a way that is something that can't be changed, like he is a different quarterback physically, then the Packers are in trouble. But if you think he's going to be fine individually, they're going to figure out the offense and the defense I think is pretty good. It's hard for me to believe both those teams are going to be mediocre this year. Well, Ty, I would never argue against Ty. I love Ty. And he knows the Bron- he knows the Packers inside and out. Yep. But the, my first thought to that statement was, when he said it, was Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, but those other guys cannot be relied upon to actually figure it out. Like part of it might be that they just can't do what's needed of them to be done to be as good as they are. So I, I think it's more likely that the Bucks get healthy, that Brady finds some like you know, some happy place, so to speak, to exist in, and they at least get better. Buy or sell that the Packers should throw money at, at OBJ. I'd consider it. Bye. Because Aaron Rodgers is 40, you know, is almost as old as Brady, and you only have so much time left with him. This is the window. It, 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 it would be like if in the NBA, some big time guy, troublesome or otherwise, were available to LeBron, or in baseball, 
some big time, even multiple players, this analogy to work. Player were available to the Angels and Shohei's getting frustrated. Like Aaron Rodgers is both frustrated and at the end of his hourglass. Yeah, I wouldn't throw OBJ on a on a young quarterback, but I'd put him on a guy where the clock is ticking, no doubt. Yeah. All right, as the 49ers prepare to take on the Chiefs this week for the first time since their Super Bowl 54 loss, which, oh, by the way, they had a 10-point lead heading into the fourth quarter, head coach Kyle Shanahan was forced to relive it. Talk about the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. What is the moment that pops to your mind? That we lost. Um, tons of stuff. I mean, uh, love thinking of our team that year. I felt like that year we had the best team in football, but um, we ended up being the second best because we didn't get it done in then. How often or not often have you watched it? Um, I hadn't watched it for a while until these last two days. Um, but, yeah, I don't like watching it. But this week it wasn't about that. I had to watch it for schematic reasons and um, what our history is together. Buy or sell that the 49ers blowing a 10-point lead in Super Bowl 54 haunts Kyle Shanahan more than the blown 28-3 lead in Super Bowl 51 to the Patriots when Kyle Shanahan was, of course, the Atlanta Falcons offensive coordinator. Oh, bye. Bye. Not as bad a loss, but to him, I'm sure it is, right? If you're the coach versus the coordinator, where it's yours versus, I mean, everyone knows 28-3 is his fault. No? Well, no, the thing... Other things happened after 28-3 that were not the offense's fault to a certain extent in that game for Atlanta. And But it, but being the guy in charge for the Niners one, I think, makes that one hurt the most. You can talk yourself out of different things when you're the coordinator. When you're the head coach, it's all on you. So he's got to feel that one more. I mean, the only like reason I hesitated is 28-3, obviously, at that point, the Super Bowl felt like the Super Bowl was over, right? They were playing on the parade. Being up 10 on the Chiefs, is being up zero on other teams at that stage of where the Chiefs were at. But That's still, fair. Yeah. Still brutal. All right, let's get but, this up. Let me ask you this, Diesel. Buy or sell, Shanahan has a closing games problem. That is a real thing. Buy. I mean, what more evidence do we need? The question is, does Shanahan know he has a closing games problem? Yeah, and can he adjust whatever is, is necessary? All right, let's get to some hoops here. Now, in his NBA debut last night, Paolo Boncaro made history as the Magic fell to the Pistons. Boncaro, who was, of course, the number one overall pick in last summer's draft, he joined Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and LeBron James as the only number one picks since 1969 to have at least 25 points, five rebounds, and five assists in their debuts. Boncaro finished with 27 points last night. Buy or sell that Paolo Boncaro is a generational talent. Buy that he could be. Yeah. Buy. But not to correct you, his name is pronounced like Mary Mary Blige. It's Boncaro G. Not Boncaro. I it's so hard for me not to say Boncaro. I want to say it every time. Was I saying Boncaro? No, you said it right. I said oh. it wrong the other day on TV. Boncaro. I I think that he is. Like he's Look, I don't know. He also I know had a, that a, a posterizing dunk last night too, which he's an amazing athlete. And there are people in the M- I mean, people in the NBA that I talk to think he's going to be astoundingly, astoundingly successful if he's healthy. All Kate right, Cunningham's a star too, by the way. There's a lot of young talent in the game. 
Let's squeeze in one last one here. Last night, the Phoenix Suns rallied from 22 points down to beat the Dallas Mavericks 107-105, despite Luka Doncic scoring 35 points to go along with nine rebounds and six assists for Dallas. Buy or sell build that last night was proof of your hesitation to make Luka Doncic your favorite to win the MVP. 100% buy. Buy. Yeah, that's it. I think he's good enough. I don't think his team's good enough. By the way, that happened with Chris Paul on the bench. Chris Paul had an off game, and they they benched him. Last night, in your view, more about the Mavericks than the Suns? Yes. Lack of offensive firepower. Lack of help, I think. Didn't Christian Wood score like 19 points in a row at one point in that game? He did, and he was so bad on either side of that. It was <laughs> such a weird, it was a weird performance. He did, he went on He went on a great, crazy run, a lot of it when Luka was on the bench. So at the end of the game, what happened was, it was like a playoff game almost, because those teams hate each other, and because obviously you had the, the Booker doing the fake, making fun of Luka, and then last year, and then Luka going on a tear and, and knock him out of the playoffs in that comeback. So it had that where, where you got one guy, it's only Luka, and, and they started playing a high level of defense, and no one else could hit shots. Let me ask you guys a quick buy or sell. I know you, the music's gone, but I'm, I'm hosting this BetQL chat at 10 p.m. Eastern. Can't wait. Bogus. I hope you'll be there. It's a special friendship moment. It's, you know, support. It's not a wedding that I need you to go to. I just need you to be awake. Um, download the BetQL QL app, Clippers, Lakers. I like to do one fun bet just for myself every night, one long shot. Sometimes even I don't mean it. I think it's fun. Buy or sell that you like me going with a Russell Westbrook triple-double. He was fourth in the NBA last year in those. And I'm a Lakers money line at 24-1 to 1 for like oh. 10 bucks. I mean, why not? It's not my money. <laughs> no, this is a good – You don't, I mean, 24-1? to 1? I mean, he did, and he did play, so he, he'd always healthy-ish. I think he had like 19 and 11 in their first yeah, game. Yeah, 19 and 11 and You three, can but... hear it in your voice. You know that's not a wise bet. <laughs> oh, it's not going to hit. It's a twenty-four to one it odd. Could yeah, it's not bad though. It's not. Imp- it's not impossible. I could also be less silly and go LeBron triple double because he had thirty-two, eleven or fourteen and eight. Yeah, in a Lakers money line. Now I'm trying to figure out what's more likely: a Ross triple double or our Lakers straight up win over the Clippers tonight. Ooh. You mentioned that stat line, and I meant to ask you this after their first game. We heard all summer, LeBron, we're going to run the offense through AD. Anthony Davis, he's going to be our number one option. Is that really ever going to happen? They they did it for two and a half or three quarters of that game, and it didn't work. Right, and, and LeBron, LeBron was still, just like, right. still finished with more shot attempts than AD. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't so think that's was, ever going to happen. It sounds I, nice. LeBron's always going to score more more points when he's on a bad basketball team than everybody else, and that is that is what he's on. I like LeBron over two highs, 29.5 point total. All right, we went long. I'm not blaming anybody, Tom. Diesel, I'm not blaming you at all. Uh, Thursday night football, the game tonight subtracts from the sum of all human joy. But let's talk about it. Maybe we'll put some money on it. We'll get into it here on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. I'm Andrew Pogues. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. I love Mary J. Blige. Uh, this season, for the first time, you can hear every Westwood NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers in every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fixed Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light free. Restrictions apply again in the zone. Auto zone. Big day today. We got uh, Barcelona playing at 3 Eastern today. A little midweek, post-hump day, La Liga action. I know you're excited for soccer. We got some Thursday night football between the Cardinals and the Saints. And while that's a lackluster game, if Arizona wins this game and DeAndre Hopkins returns, so maybe that brings a little much-needed relief and help to Kyler Murray, they will be, what, 3-4 and four in a pretty mediocre, at least by record, division so far. And late tonight at 10 o'clock Eastern time, as that game is winding down, we got Clippers playing Lakers at Staples Center. And I, along with you, Diesel, you'll be there. I'll be hosting a BetQL chat. It'll be fun. We'll be hanging out. we got some bets. What would it take to get you in that chat for 10 minutes? Uh, the game would have to start about five hours earlier. Got it. Got it. What is your bedtime? Uh, on any given night, somewhere between 8.45 Eastern and 9.30 Eastern. Okay. And are you a head hits the pillow and you're out kind of guy? Gone. I uh, am gone. I'm the opposite. I can't sleep. My brain won't turn off, so I have to do like dumb stuff. Like I try to build mind palaces, and I, th- I, I create whole stories in my brain and alternate universes. Like trick my brain to fall asleep. I will say this though: in my older age, I go sound machine now. Is that a band? I don't know what you're referring. No, to. no, like a literal sound machine, like ocean waves, white noise, that sort of thing, birds chirping. So I don't do that, but we don't have air conditioning here, and so sometimes we'll have the fan on, and it is really relaxing. I'll sleep to music, man. I, I bet I've I bet in my lifetime, I bet four years of my life I've gone to sleep to Bob Seeger's greatest hits. <laughs> that's not really like sleeping music though. I, that's what my wife says. That's what my wife says. I mean I that's literally like, that's rock music. I mean, it depends on the song, man. It's but it's it's meaningful. Like roll me away. Oh my god. I know it's meaningful and you're going to sleep. I mean, lately it's been a little more a bit a little, a little more what would you call her, Tay Tay? Yeah, Taylor Swift, Tay-Tay. Taylor Swift, folklore, I can sleep to that. And now do you just sleep. have you have music going all night or just like there's a timer on it and it's done once you're, once you're asleep? I'll put it on repeat, but in the rare moments where that occurs, somebody, 
my wife gets up and turns that stuff off as soon as I'm out. I just need something to, to help my brain stop thinking about stuff. I'll replay NBA games or soccer matches in my head. That'll get me that'll get me to sleep. I just I'm not one of those head hits the pillow go to sleep people. Can't do it. I think you should come hang out in the BetQL chat chat tonight. I think you'd enjoy it. We could we could banter. A bunch of fans are there of yours. Like I got a bunch of that's not daddy true. Jokes. I don't have fans, so that can't be true. That's what I thought too. Listen, well, you we, talk you talk to the NBA. You get the the tip off time moved up about five six hours. I'm in. Just get get two hours less sleep. I do it all the time. I'm not pleasant in the morning as it is. I know. But you weren't, you've never been pleasant in the afternoons either. So I'm That's not also sure. true. I'm not sure. It's just, what time does your alarm go off? Uh, 5 a.m. Eastern. Okay. And you're just up. You don't do this stupid set an alarm and then. I've never been that person. I've never yeah. gone snooze. I am up immediately. Yeah. I have one of those mornings where I, I get up really early and I got up today and I was like, oh, let it be. I try not to have hope. And I had 11 minutes. You're you're hoping maybe you have three hours, but you're trying to pretend you're hoping it's an hour, and then it's eleven minutes. And you're just, I just I hate myself. Do you get up in that situation, or you just lay there? Tough call, tough call. I think eleven minutes is get up. Fifteen minutes, I'll pretend that's enough time for a power nap. It's so depressing. Thank you to Ty Dunn. Thank you to Andrew Bogish. Thank you to Tom Pretty Daddy Diesel. Thank you wherever you are for listening. We appreciate you. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder than you most of the time. Sometimes. Either way, we'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.